0: Star Wars 7x7 episode 3204. Celebration London is in the books. It's been a crazy, amazing, exhausting, exhilarating four days. And I'm going to share with you today some final thoughts from here in London before I head back to the States. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars Joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, for first thing I want to share, I just want to say thank you so very much to all of the event staff and volunteers who are on site at the Excel Center in London, to everybody behind the scenes at Lucasfilm and Reed Pop who did their absolute utmost to create an exciting, fantastic event for. The tens of thousands of fans that showed up at the Excel Center. They were tireless in their efforts and they were cheerful to a person, right? Like just. Everybody I talked to, you know, had a smile on their face no matter what part of the day it was, no matter how far into the weekend we were. Like I did not meet a sour person whatsoever. Even the security guards, when they were yelling at us to, you know, queue up and pack in and do all this stuff, you know, all did it with you know panache and grace. And yes, they were loud at times that they had to be. But yeah, it was just, it was a pleasant experience overall, and I'm just so grateful to everybody who put in such hard work behind the scenes to make it as spectacular a show as it could possibly be. One thing that was actually particularly good at the Excel Center this time around was the security check-in and then, you know, queuing to get into the show. You know, compared to other celebrations I've been at, this one actually seemed to go you know faster, flow easier. And yeah, it was really a very streamlined process every single day. And they you know, made it clear the first day that you went in why it was if you had to go through bag checks. I had to go through bag checks because I had, you know, a metal tripod and a metal water bottle and all this <laughs> metal stuff in the backpack that I would have to, you know, stop and take out, you know, power pack, that sort of thing. And that's fine, like that's, you know, just, <laughs> life of a podcaster who you know also brought a metal water bottle instead of a plastic one (laughs) what are you gonna do but yeah they were really efficient about it and again also you know very polite as well it was definitely an area where it could have been really you know bad and where you know people could have been stacked up and gotten really frustrated but they were very efficient at getting people through the whole security process another particular thing that was really great was the studio showcase overall I mean they only had it in the books for an hour on the Star Wars Celebration website. Like The panel was supposed to be scheduled for just one hour and they ran two hours actually on it just with the amount of information that they laid out and you kind of got the feeling that they were like we know the next one isn't until 2025. They had already said that that would be the case prior to Celebration. So it's just they arrived with everything that they could possibly throw at you from the movie and live action standpoint at least. If there's any particular you know issues that i had with the experience i should probably preface them by saying that i've been incredibly lucky and privileged to be able to attend celebrations in anaheim in chicago in orlando and in london and yeah it's it's definitely coming from a place of, you know, I'm super lucky to have been able to go to all these celebrations. So anything I say about the venue is absolutely tempered by the fact that I am supremely grateful for the opportunity to do this. The venue itself you know does not necessarily lend itself to the amount of people that went through there it's one very long and comparatively narrow concourse and people are wedged in very tightly and when you're walking from you know one line or queue to another line or queue and then people are releasing from shows and queues like they the concourse gets flooded, and it's you know very difficult to move around, and everything goes very slowly. So yeah, that's that's a challenge for the the venue itself, and with everything just on one long drag, like the. Uh, um, you know, the stages themselves were not necessarily in the same level. Like Galaxy stage was on that main concourse level, which created its own challenges. But the celebration stage, the main arena stage, was the entire opposite end of a very long concourse and down a level. And Twin Suns was up a level basically, but queuing was still on that same main level. So a lot of traffic just coming through. So it was just, yeah, that made it tough. But you know, on the other side of that, the situation from this year to what it was like in 2016 is so much different. I was reflecting on the fact that in 2016 Rogue One was scheduled for release in December and The Last Jedi was scheduled for release in um, in 2017 in December and was I think filming still at that point or actually yeah it had just started filming not too long ago so That was what was going on in Star Wars live action storytelling. Compare that to what was going on in 2023 when we had five different live action series that were talked about in the studio showcase and three movies that were announced. Like, There's just so much more Star Wars storytelling, which then brings so many more people to the table for an event like this. So yeah, I think it was kind of bound to happen with this. And then the other unusual choice was the fact that they split out High Republic news into multiple panels. They had a High Republic panel specifically, and they talked about books and they talked about comics. And they even, you know, cut off the live stream and had Leslie Headland come out, who's the executive producer and showrunner for The Acolyte, and they showed the trailer for The Acolyte again to the High Republic audience, the same one that they showed in the studio showcase, and they revealed that Rebecca Henderson, who's already cast in there, they revealed that she's playing Vernestra Rowe, who's a character invented by Justina Ireland back for phase one of High Republic storytelling. So, you know, that was great, but then they also did High Republic reveals in the Dark Horse Comics panel, in the Marvel Comics panel, and in the Lucasfilm Publishing panel. And you know, I, I felt like that was a situation where you know, it would have been cool if it was all in one place. But you know, maybe it was just that they had so much High Republic news that they had to spread it out. And um, on the Lucasfilm Publishing panel, they were actually a little thin in terms of like, fiction announcements there. So you know, I guess they could kind of fill things up a little bit with High Republic stuff there. And the last thing I'll mention about Star Wars Celebration is that they did announce where the next one is going to happen. It is April 18th through 20th of the year 2025, and it's going to be in Japan. They haven't announced a location as of the time of this recording specifically, but. The last time Star Wars Celebration was in Japan was in 2008 and it was at a convention center called the um, Makuhari Masi. It's within range of Tokyo Disneyland, basically. So yeah, obviously kind of makes sense that that would be the place that they would go to. According to the Wikipedia entry for that convention center, they do a lot of high technology events, which means that it's definitely something that would be suited for something like Star Wars Celebration, which is not necessarily a high technology event, but I'm just saying That it's at least modern enough that it could house something like that. And so those are my final and miscellaneous thoughts about Star Wars Celebration London and... That's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. But there is a lot more celebration coverage to come, trailer breakdown details, and deep dives on some of the content that was shared at Celebration, as well as interviews galore with folks from you know podcasting and authoring and virtual reality and all sorts of stuff. So I'm really excited to share that with you as well. But for now, that's going to do it for this episode. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it. As always, I may the force be with you wherever in the world.